0: me tonight uh, we have my co-hosts Peter Elson. Good evening everyone. I'm Mark Canty. Hi there. And our special guest tonight Josh Hicks. Hello. Okay Hello. Josh for everybody who
1: uh, doesn't know who you are what do you do? What's your thing? What, what do you do? Who are you? I am a, uh, I'm a cartoonist and um, filmmaker from Cardiff. I make I work in animation. I make comic books, and um, I'm currently making, or I'm kickstarting a uh, card game with Tinkerbot Games. So I do a little bit of everything.
0: So many, many feathers to the proverbial cap, then.
1: Yeah, three, three to four feathers.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> big feathers, little feathers. Two big ones, one little, one with no uh, plumes on it, just this, just the stick.
0: So that's that's a <laughs> lot of sort of quite interesting sort of things there. Um so um the 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 filmmaking what, what's that all about?
1: Um well I've been making comics um since uh, like 2014 I think. Um started off doing short stories and, and now I, I'm doing like graphic novels. Um my day job throughout all of that was working um for a, a small like independent animation studio. And doing that I got to like uh, co direct some short films and some music videos and um I'm now like I'm directing a couple of shorts at the moment. So they tend to be animated shorts or long graphic novels. Those are kind of my two main zones. So I'm making a film at the moment with BBC Wales and film Cymru. Um written by uh my friend Johan Morris, who um made comics with quite a lot. And he, he's um he actually does like the scores for a lot of the Doctor Who audiobooks from Big Finish. Oh right, okay. He's a huge Doctor Who guy, so I, I published his comic Big Ol, which is like a, a documentary comedy comic about a show like Doctor Who, about the like the making of a show that's quite similar to Doctor Who. Legally um, distinct really from. Good. Legally distinct from Doctor Who, yeah. It's about a <laughs> the show's called Big Ol. It's about a wizard. I think it like ran for one season, and all the tapes were destroyed. <laughs> so it's like trying to figure out what happened over that one year. Um, <laughs> So he's written a film. Um, I'm directing it, and um, we, we've got Craig Roberts and Bill Nye in it.
2: Um, no way! That should be
1: out next year. Yeah, yeah, so that's exciting. So that's kind of what oh. I'm doing
2: on the How film. How do you front. direct an animation, an animated film? Cause it's quite yeah. different to a traditional director that to so point the camera that way. <laughs> yeah. <do> that. yeah.
1: <laughs> so everything's different. Um, with the with the one with Johan, because um, he's an artist as well. Um, He's done a a lot it's gonna look a lot more like a Yohan film than like than like a film of like my comic work. So like he's done the character design, he wrote the script, he's gonna be doing the music, um, and he's doing a lot of these like key images for like the animation. So where I come in, I'm kinda like wrangling all the parties. Uh, we've got a producer, Nia, who's great as well, so she does a lot of like the logistics, but I'm just kinda trying to keep an eye over all of it. And also with animation, a huge amount of the direction is just drawing the storyboards. You know, once you've got if you've got tight storyboards, really all you're trying to do is then keep like the ship on course. You know, so
3: I suppose the storyboards then tie into the keyframes which allows you to yeah, try and exactly.
1: see
3: that things are actually following between and not, not taking a left turn somewhere.
1: Yeah, so was <laughs> a lot. It's like directing like in slow motion basically, because you don't have you know, there's all deadlines are always tight. but You don't have that thing of like being on a set and like. People asking you a million questions. You've got to answer that second, or you've like wasted the day. It's like that, but it's just really drawn out. So you've got time to think about stuff,
2: which is cool. Yeah, can, like it. So it sounds like you're more like an overseer in a sense.
3: Yeah, like I, like
1: on these films, I, I'm not even like I'm doing some drawing for for like yeah. the act, but like I'm not going to be animating myself. Um, I your back job is, probably.
3: So your doing... your job is to stay out of the the, the nitty gritty and keep an eye yeah. on what people are doing so that they're not. Getting too far out of whack.
1: Yeah, you just want to kind of, like, you know, make sure things are... We set out to do something. We try and try and nail that. And, you know, if problems come out, try and think of, like, good solutions to work, you
2: know... Yeah, because imagine, like, the story... Up... We, yeah, because imagine I do it in this... Very much for, for an animation. Like, the storyboards acts like a guide like to go from A to B so to C to D and so on. So as long as they're kind of like hitting each yeah. of those images... How you get there is a bit more flexible, as long as it stick to the core idea.
1: Yeah, and you can do there's diff- loads of different ways to approach like storyboarding for animation. So you can go. Um, um, I'm I'm doing a, another little animated project as well alongside that, and that is I'm doing everything in terms of like I've written it. I'm um, doing the concept art, and I'm I'm not animating it. We get animators to animate it. But that looks a lot more more like my work. And so the storyboards for that very tight and quite close to like how the final thing will look whereas with joan's with the the film with yo and spectra the bear that one is called um they're a bit looser so they give us you know the range of like what the the character is going to be going through in the shot and you can figure out whether you're going to break it down into little movements or if you're going to be a bit more like macro about it and let the animators play a little bit more um so, but it's all about so like composition you... and pacing and, and then you can just let the animators run free sorry go
3: So when you move from comics and that sort of thing to animation, is there a difference in how you... Oh, (laughs) Mm. With comics, you can get away with a certain amount by just choosing the point at which you're drawing things. But Mm -hmm. obviously, if your character design doesn't quite work out in animation, at some point... You're yeah. going to have a leg at a least through a knee or something, aren't you, I suppose? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you need to think... You can't fudge stuff as much in anime. I mean, you, there's ways. It depends on your style. Like, There's there's ways to fudge things. They're really cool, like, experimental, <laughs> like kind of sketchier animations that where you can get away with a lot and you can get a lot across with just a few lines. you know. Or if but, you just um, don't care. <laughs> or if you don't care, which, yeah. You can get away there's, with a there, lot then as there's well. There's
3: a few animated shows, I think, that show that particular attitude, <laughs> don't they? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I was just like, and obviously these are like these are low budget shorts as well. These are because the Spectre of the Bear one has been funded by um, Film Cymru here in Wales. So they fund every year like a number of shorts to be made, and then they'll go on uh, BBC Wales, and then on iPlayer for I think about five years. So you're trying to like you've got to really be like um, aim high, and try and work within your limitations, you know. So the worst thing is to overshoot and end up with something that's like half done so we're yeah. really trying to play to our strengths um, hopefully okay. we do that it's it, we've really earned days on animation on that one we're like um just part of the way through but it's, it's exciting came to work with those actors and there's like a great cast like supporting them as well and um cool. just seeing the animators like bring them bring the lines to life is uh,
2: amazing Is your does the design, like your design of the characters, change when you kind of realize who's going to be providing the voice of the character?
1: Yeah. So the the other project I'm working on, which I haven't announced yet, um, is based on like characters that exist. So right, that's locked in, and you try and cast for uh, character. You know, the character. Yeah. Spectre of the Bear. Um, they're all original characters, and so like, Yoan um, did tweak a little bit once we found out who was going to play who. But largely they are like to the um to the original drawings and he did um we did kind of cast to the archetypes. And also what was good is we didn't want to make every character look like the actor, do you know what I mean? So you want to try and get the characters to look like they're of the same vibe that the the character the actors bring in, you know.
3: So you want them to play the play the character, not themselves to some extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: Bill Nye doesn't look like Bill Nye. <laughs> but he, suppose, he's got a sense of Bill
3: Nye. Yeah. I suppose it's a bit like not stunt casting in live action, isn't it? Where you you you, you change a character to suit a particular actor yeah, exactly, because you know yeah. it'll get attention, but then you have to rewrite the script around that character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's for sure I should
2: um, Can you say what you're working on at the moment? Are you able to kind of give us some idea of the stories, like especially that one that's just been awarded?
1: Uh yeah, so so the Spectre of the Bear thing, um, that's the film with Bill Nye, with Johan, um, Craig. That's um it's like a ten minute animated short about uh is basically a conspiracy thriller comedy um about crisps. This guy gets involved <laughs> in um A Crisp Comes Back on the Market that's been away for years and years, and one brave man um St- stand steadfast in his belief that they never existed in the first place and it's all just like a market employ and he <laughs> kind of just goes th- deep down a rabbit hole of um, paranoia
0: do you know what, right? It's, yeah, it's funny true. you mention that. I am, I am, de- I am sure that what's were called something else at one point in time. In my, <laughs> in my, b- in my brain, right? Growing up, what's used to be called something else. Uh, in, <laughs> uh maybe in Northern Ireland, but it's just like, and people are yeah, going, I, you're, you're, possibly. you're like, uh, you're, 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 you're insane. I was like, I'm, 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 I remember the day that I walked in and went, huh? These aren't these aren't called such and such anymore. They're called whatzits. What's this now? And well, I was no, just like, I don't want to
1: break the Watsits thing to you. But it's likely. Was it just more likely you had the. Like the off-brand watsits i don't know but in my
0: mind literally <laughs> for as a kid as a kid i just sort of kind of i, I remember i remember the shop i was in yeah. and i remember picking up these and going these aren't called Watsons anymore no these aren't called this anymore they're called watsits it definitely
1: happens because that's where the script came from Yoan yeah. would not believe the Pombeys existed um, <laughs> and i don't know i i he's He's a little bit older than me. But he's not much, but he's not, He's maybe a few years older than me, and I like remember Pompey's existence when I was a mm-hmm. child. So he's he was wrong there, but you know it was a seed that we've now um, nurtured into a f- short film. <laughs>
0: There's loads of stuff like that,
1: the, the Mandela effect they call it, isn't it? Where you're yeah. like you're de- yeah, you're determined
0: the, that certain things are definitely right, and then you're like, but it isn't what it was and stuff. So
1: the genie movie that didn't exist. Or-
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just it's mad, <laughs> or you sort of kind of you've sort mm-hmm.
2: of. Uh... Oh, the Highlander sequels—they they don't exist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know, I've never seen Highlander.
2: Really? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, actually- I used
1: to love. The Mortal Kombat, the terrible first Mortal Kombat. Okay. Yeah,
2: oh, by Paul Dano <laughs> <New> Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and
1: Christophe Lambert. Yeah. You know, in
2: yeah. And that, what a
1: that weird, was weird choice for really to get in there.
2: Yeah. yeah it was I just, loved re- them, man. Yeah.
0: What a, what a really weird choice for a a a, a Japanese thunder god, a Chinese thunder god. <laughs> it's just sort yeah. of <laughs> the
1: French thunder god.
0: Yeah, it's just sort of bizarre. He, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, actually, yeah, the whole films are bizarre, but yeah, um, very strange <laughs> casting in them.
0: The new, the new Mortal Kombat's actually quite good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite good. You know, yeah, the, I think
2: I honestly, I stand by that
1: first one. The second one is horrific. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The first one, though, Annihilation,
0: is it is that one? Is it Total War? As yeah. Mortal Kombat? Yeah, even as
1: a, and like, I had no critical faculties as a child. Yeah, yeah. I liked literally everything I ever watched. But even the the second one, even as a kid, I was like,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Twin, what are you up to? But the first one, I think, because we've been visited upon by so many terrible mo- uh, game movies, Street Fighter. It's not a, compared to a lot of them. It's not bad. Like mm. Johnny Cage doing the splits. Into yeah. Aura, yeah. It's yeah. Pretty good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah, the the, the oh. remake, the, the not the yeah, the remake was pretty good. Yeah. Bar sort of Liu Kang being a bit. I I'm not sure if I like Liu Kang, um, yeah. and the actor who, they did Liu Kang and stuff. But I thought that was that was a really good effort and stuff. For uh, it sort of kind of kept quite true to the um t- to the sort of kind of the games and stuff. That's the problem you always got with sort of old school, especially like 90s, 80s, 90s sort of uh, comic, sorry, comic book uh, game That's films the and universe. stuff. <laughs> yeah or uh, it had no relevance to what their sort of kind of source material was whatsoever. They they had sort of like a small yeah. sort of like thing that happened and stuff and it's just like why like 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 I rewatched uh, Mario Brothers recently and I was just like as much as I don't hate it. I love that as well. Yeah, That's as much right. as I hate, I didn't hate it. It has nothing to do with Mario really whatsoever. Oh. It's just sort of like yeah. And it's, so it's okay. good, like, Sonic the Hedgehog, now they've just done yeah. it, like, at, like you yeah. know, like the games and stuff like that, and it sort of, you know, it feels a bit more like what you sort of remember, not sort of this odd thing that has a small tentative
2: sort of link to your childhood, you know? Now, I mean, talk about Mortal Kombat. I mean, the one I really liked was Rebirth, that um, short film from 2010 by uh Kevin uh, um Tacharon it was based on youtube and like completely reimagining set in the real world and it was like um very grounded they moved all the fantasy aspects to it and like they like Lois Luke Cage as a detective sonia Blade as his uh, partner and there was, um the arms guy was just a man that came The arms drafted. guy. <laughs> Jack's the arms guy. The arms no, guy. No, 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 no. Jack's oh, Goro, the... Jack, Goro, Goro. Goro. Goro, it was, it was yeah. like a plastic surgeon that had grafted blades to his arms. <laughs> Ah, oh, right. okay. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah, if you gave it a chance to watch that, it's really, really good. I
3: thing is, you do... You... I've watched it according to YouTube. Well, I don't remember it, but yeah. it's up there now. So I'll worry <laughs> about it afterwards. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's... you've got the little red thing, and the bottom says, you've watched this.
0: The thing is, you get that. You, there's a lot of sort of YouTube, sort of like uh, fan-made films that are, you know, yeah. you know, you reckon if they've been given the the, the budgets of... The budget. some, Yeah, well, they this, would've been...
2: This was, oh, so this was legit, This wasn't though, yeah. a bad film. This wasn't. This was a legitimate proposal that Kevin Sorra put forward. Yeah, it was a pitch, a, wasn't it? It
1: was a short a pitch. As a pitch for
2: exactly. Yeah. I they mean, did a, had...
1: no, they did a series of them after. I think there's, a, there's, there's ah like a... yes, they did. Yes. They're, They're very didn't... short, very yeah. short. Yeah, yeah, but yeah.
2: they kind of lost some of what made the original fa- um, yeah. rebirth so good. It just felt a bit crap. <laughs>
1: Yeah I the thing with like Mortal Kombat as well, it's like it hasn't I don't know if it's aged well, like um <laughs> I think because
3: it's, cause it's, it's just, just a bunch
1: Kombat. of stuff that people like teenagers would have loved in the nineties, just stuck together yeah. with no yeah. like, Whereas like Street yeah. Fighter, there's like a coherent sort of through line between all between the world I mean even, yeah. Street, the Street Fighter movie, the the anime one. Like, yeah, like, the anime one's really, really good. Like, yeah. yeah. That's great. Mortal if you made Kombat that with live was... action, it'd be pretty fucking
3: cool. Mortal Kombat was mainly there that a teenager wanted to buy it because their parents hated it and they'd seen it in the sun. Yeah. And, and they were outraged for way blood I code. The it
1: um, was I had it on the, my nan bought it for me on the Game Boy. It wasn't even the Game Boy Color, so it was just the Game Boy. Like a port. <laughs> and she was like, is this uh, safe for children? And I sort of did lie, and I was like, yeah, yeah. But I shouldn't have even bothered to try and lie, because of course it was safe, because like
3: it was way you see anything on a
1: Game Boy. It was fun, <laughs> but like the bones were like little, you know, like a little emoji of a dog bone and stuff. Like it, you couldn't. It was like so, so low res violence. Yeah, low res violence.
2: Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember playing um, Target Renegade on the ZX Spectrum. So you talking about eight, you know, forty-eight k game. So <laughs> like eight computing, and that was like. Yeah. Violence <laughs> <Minus> was very, <laughs> very low res.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um I'm trying to think, like the lowest res game I sort of kind of remember, obviously bar because I remember like one of my neighbors had Pong on their like, like their TV thing, but like but the first sort of it was was it was it the Spectrum that had the tapes? Was it yeah. the Spectrum that had the tapes?
3: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Amstrad,
0: Commodore. But I just remember sort of kind of loading up, uh, I think it was Ghostbusters or something. And it yeah. was like, you had to <laughs> sort tape. of like, you had to sort of like, uh, in beams. You had the the beams. Yeah, the two beams. Yeah, the two beams. Yeah, trap them in and stuff. That's sort of kind yeah. of one of the first games I sort of vaguely remember as a kid, um, sort of playing. And it just taking forever to load, like, and then having it's to fixed. change the tape over ah. to sort of uh, get uh, it and stuff.
1: I never I saw it I'm what am post-tape. What, you, no, what, no, age, no. what age are you, Josh?
0: 31. Oh, okay, so I'm 41, so 10 years difference in there. We, <laughs> we don't have a different
1: You had a half-inch floppy disk that my <laughs> grandfather had. Uh. And they, you had a list. It was like a nice little thing with like a list. So you stick it into, the, and you'd have to go into like the command prompt thing. Oh, yeah, and DOS. does. type the right thing in, you would summon the gate. It was just loads of games on this. And I don't know where you got it from. Yeah. It wasn't.
3: It wasn't um, legit. Nah, that a lot of golf like games a, on there. So an Amiga or a PC then, probably maybe an oh, ST. No, it was. A, I
1: had an ST, Windows three point two with like a. Ah. Yes. you could, you
3: could. Ooh, 3. 2. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. God. God. I remember. Oh, I'm, I'm an IT tech by trade. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I I remember like uh like. I remember like when the, the windows came, out. I remember Windows 95 was a thing, and stuff It's like, yeah. "Oh my God, Windows 95, like, I, I, it was from I
3: bought the... Windows 95 on floppy disk. Yeah. So I, didn't have a, I couldn't afford a CD drive.: Yeah.: <laughs> Yeah and, um... and then I had office as well, so I had a stack of floppy disks this high, wow. just to get a PC. working, yeah. and that was just Windows and Office. Yeah, and I, I remember B
0: yeah. I just remember like, it was always like you were either, it was like the Sega Nintendo Wars was so you're either a Sega or Nintendo and you're either Amiga or Atari ST. So it was this literally one or the other. So I was, my family was Sega and Atari ST whereas other people were like Nintendo and Amiga and things. So it was yeah. just sort of, I was, I was Amiga you know,
2: 1200.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. I went straight from a Commodore 64 to a PC because mm-hmm. my brother was in IT as well. And he brought me a stack of stuff one night and said, my yes, company's PC. straight out of PC. Yeah. So I just, just remember like, PC. it was always like you and it was a my huge box was a like 20 as well. meg hard disk. And he got me a printer as well. And it was this big it? and it was a dot matrix. No. And it, it weighed like eight kilos. It had a solid steel chassis. And if I was printing something, everyone knew in the adjoining houses as well, because we were in council place, old council places with like concrete structures. And it was just it was just drum, <laughs> it had big old print head with these big thick pins that you yeah, hit a ribbon, man. Yeah, and yeah. And
0: just. <laughs> I used to love the sound of the old printers, man. You know, yeah. and that paper yeah. as well with the things that came out of it, and the uh, yeah, it's just oh, mods. Yeah, I remember. I remember
1: stealing translated Dragon Ball Z manga off the internet as like a ten-year-old an eight-year-old. <laughs> really low res and then didn't want to read it on the screen so i printed out every page and it took ages
0: oh man yeah you know and it, was, it was shit
1: it was a rabbit sorry i didn't know if i can swear but it was
0: t- yeah it was no terrible. you can you can swear away like i i'm about to sort of like tell you my, my first pornographic experience on the internet was oh, a, no. was a danny a danny minogue Topless calendar uh, uh, that you can <laughs> download. <laughs> and it took forever. Uh, it was just like, I remember my dad sort of like, we were, me and my friends were like, oh, we can get this, we can get this topless calendar. And so we're like, sort of, kind of like on there, sort of saying we're going to play games and stuff. My dad walks in, and because it was literally DEET, because like 14k modems <laughs> is like this, Alive, so, he, so he walked. He walked in, talked away he was for ages. We're sitting there, kind of like, uh, and like, and then just walked out again. And this thing still hadn't sort of kind of loaded, you know.
1: Like, like by the time it downloads, like the calendars out of date. Yeah, like, pretty it, much it, it took forever. <laughs> like yeah. I
0: remember sort of like you know trying to download a uh, an uh, like a, an MPEG and stuff and just. Yeah. Taking like half a day, and it was only like I don't know, oh, yeah. like three megabytes or something like that. And it was just like you know, huge.
3: Oh, dear. Yeah. I remember downloading stuff at work because we were, I worked in a college, and so we had like a, a decent connection. And we were the admin, so as long as no one really noticed what we were doing, we could get away with an awful lot. And so I, I played Final Fantasy 7. <clears throat> not entirely legally <laughs> having having <laughs> the downloaded... famous fl-
1: PD in final fantasy 7 yeah
3: yeah all seven cd's or whatever were all just dodgy as hell <laughs> <sighs> but then you go home because you go home and it's like you you realize that to download a cd image would have yeah. been like a week <laughs> yeah Nothing else. Couldn't even check your email because it had just been like hammered. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: kind of got off topic ever so slightly. Uh, we we'll go back to uh, uh, sort of comic books and stuff. Wise, what have you? What have what, what sort of titles have you got?
1: Titles I got. Well, the last book I made, I got it here because it's always here. It's Glorious Wrestling Alliance Ultimate Championship Edition. So that's a collection of comics that I made over a few years. Um, they sort of comedies. Uh, about a, a wrestling promotion, it's all like the backstage going on at this very like dysfunctional wrestling promotion. Are and you I into, are you into wrestling? Kind of like, yeah, I love wrestling. More so but now wrestling. after I've done this book, but yeah, did you talk? I I listened to a couple podcast snippets, and I I know wrestling has come up in the past.
0: Yeah, we had a we had a guy um, we had a guy on. Um, uh, it's called Santi who does. Um, a, they have a podcast called uh, The Straight Shoot Podcast, which is about wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, straight shoot, um, a wrestling podcast, uh, and they're quite big on they're quite big on TikTok as well. I think a they got like, the yeah, shoot, they got I like think. and they basically do and this is because we're going to do this at the end of this. They do this sort of pop quiz thing where they do uh, you name a they name a wrestler and you've got sixty seconds to guess who the wrestler is. You're going to
1: quiz me on wrestling? Oh no, no,
0: no, no. We'll do it, we'll do we we'll do, it, we'll do it on pop culture. We'll do it on giggy giggy <laughs> culture and stuff. But we do our version because we ripped them off. <laughs> we, we, we basically just went that's a really good idea. We're going to do that as well. So we had them, or we had him on, uh, uh, San- not San-ti, San-ti. Oh, I'm talking Zanti, Zanti, um, on, um, on the podcast and the awesome guy. And we talked about wrestling because like I was into wrestling when I was a kid and stuff. I've got a Brett the Hitman Hart cameo and stuff for my 40th birthday uh, and stuff, which is amazing. Like he just talks for like three minutes and I'm just like, this is the best <laughs> thing I've ever got. I've got signed Brett the Hitman Hart glasses. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, so we had them on and, um, yeah, it was, it was a very interesting uh, thing. So we did the uh, we did we co- the thing that we copied off them, and we admitted to them that we copied off them. So we did we got him. So we did a wrestling one. And Pete, do you remember the? Oh, you weren't on it. You weren't on it. So they did the. I did. I I made him guess Bam Bam Bigelow in our one, and they've just done one recently about Bam Bam Bigelow. And I was like, Ah, they got that from me. So they've copied Bam me. Bam now. Bigelow. Bam Bam no, Bigelow. Yeah.
1: Extremely athletic big man.
0: Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Higher tattooed
0: on his head. Yeah. Yeah. Um so the so the wrestling the the comic book came from your your interest in in the WWE then and
1: Well yeah uh, it's it all kind of like it's come kind of a bit full circle now so like I I um yeah these comics I just made them um just to make them as these little mini comics sort of like 24 page reso printed things all in like different colors and I would go around it's when I was first discovering like alt comics and um sort of DIY comics and like zine fairs and stuff so I go around the country to little zine fairs and, and sell them and I do like one a year um and then after i had done a few this is like you know in the evenings over my um day job a publisher in America got in touch and asked if I wanted to like put them together as like a book and color them in and stuff um called graphic universe so I did that and that came out uh last year and so all the GWA, that's the acronym for the Glorious Wrestling Alliance, all, all, they, all the because it's just too long to say repeatedly, all the GWA comics now are in like one book, um, which I'm excited about, and you can get it like, it's easy to get, so whereas it wasn't so easy to get the ones that I had to like get printed myself and like take around, so this is, logistically is great, and um, it was really good that they like saw worth in it and thought it was worthy to put out. So that book is like done for now. But um, way it started was, I was always like a big fan of, I um, was a big fan of wrestling when I was a kid, and it was like WWE and WCW. Um, I also loved the WWE, I was WWF back then, and WCW N64 games. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And when I like faded away from my wrestling viewership, I never really stopped playing those games. Like, I just kept Dude, they, I still maintain that WWF No Mercy is one of the best games. There. It's so good. Is it in your mind, or have you played know, it recently? Because I've gone back, and honestly, the other thing is, I've played a lot of wrestling games. Yeah, and they they never reach that height. There's something about it. Really? Because move, yeah, man. I, I I think I have a massive
0: struggle <laughs> because like, uh, there's a place, uh, there's they've got one in Blackpool now, but there's one in in um, Barry. Um, where is it, Barry? Uh, yes, Barry. Um, where they have uh, it's called Arcade Club, and it's literally three right. floors of old That's school awesome. games, like like three floors of like arcades, like you were when you were a kid. And it's got every yeah. single old school game that you could ever think of. And I went, and you play some of these old games that you just absolutely love yeah. as a kid. And you're going, these are shit. You're just like, oh, these are I, so, I'm bad. 100%, like you're most so bad. Of them are yeah, horrific. yeah.
1: You got and, and most wrestling games are horrific. As well. So, yeah. like, um, there's other ones from that time. There is. Slacks the, people off. Whereas, what was the one?
0: There was a WrestleMania one where you could do the Royal Rumble and stuff, which I used to quite love. The graphics were actually quite good for it for back in the yeah. day and stuff, which I used to sort of proper love.
1: Oh, explain WrestleMania 2000, yeah, is the predecessor to WWF No Mercy. It's the same engine, see? Uh, it's so fucking boring to anyone who doesn't care about this. you got to one japanese company made this engine and they made them for these japanese wrestling games called virtual pro wrestling in japan but they got licensed variously by either the wcw and then when the license ran out the wwf so if you were you would as a kid you didn't know that you would just buy these games there'd be three of them which is like that wrestlemania one wwf no mercy and this one called wcw nwo revenge they all played the same and they were amazing but you didn't know which one you were going to get. So if you went and bought, like, WWF Warzone, oh, despicable. <laughs> WWF attitude.
0: I can't remember. Right we used to play yeah, one, right. like, before I saw the light and went to the Xbox, I briefly had a PlayStation. Uh, it's PlayStation yeah. 2. And uh, there was, oh, we used to play in university. We used to play a wrestling game, was it? what wrestling game was it
1: this was Matt two versus raw it was,
0: was it 2000 was it? it would have been 2002 or 2003 potentially um and it, all i knew it was that you could create your own characters and i had one called justice and they said the justice <laughs> is right to the ring and stuff and i basically did my my special move with this the power bomb type thing and um yeah we used to play that all the time and i uh, quite enjoyed that
1: yeah, that's the best. I mean, that was like the joy of doing the book was they were just making up wrestlers. Yeah. And, um, the, in the book, they you know, the, there's like it's 100 pages and maybe there's like six, seven pages of wrestling and the rest is them <laughs> being sort of anxious backstage and like kind of what goes on. So the game, I'm making a game with um, Tinkerbot Games, Glorious Wrestling Alliance Ultra Brawl, which is like a little card game. And that has been like the full circle because now I get to use these characters that I created for like their backstage exploits and like make them playable <laughs> and make them go in the ring. So it is literally like I've done a really elaborate creator wrestler. Did you come to them or did and they come coach. to you? I came to them. I'm always just like I want to. I I like to. I I got like um I flap about a lot with. I'm always like really dedicated to like three or four projects that are like always bubbling away. But I always get something in my mind like oh, I'd be great to. I got obsessed with trying to make action figures. Uh, oh, year. <laughs> Very ADHD I, of you. <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. Yeah. Yeah. I um, and I did it, I've done a kick before this version, the American uh, Ultimate Championship Edition version of the book came out. I kickstarted a collected edition of my mini comic so it was more sort of DIY looking, and it was like all all in like one color. Every chapter was a different color, but it was all like one color. And as like a kickstarter reward for that. I made these toys, like the really um, DIY bootleg toys. So I put them, I made like 25 and um, they, went, they went fast. Um, and Do- I loved it. But I, I was messing around with chemicals and I'm not mechanically inclined, and I like, i busy gave myself like a rash. <laughs> <laughs> you're a man in, after in my, in my own path. heart. Um, this is the
0: sort of thing I would do. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I don't care about I, I don't know how to do this thing, but I'm going to do it. <laughs>
1: Just go on YouTube, watch the video, <laughs> yeah. and decide you're an expert. Yeah. Away. Yeah. Actually,
3: the, I, uh, I'm shocked I, you haven't actually met. You say you would. I'm shocked you didn't say
0: had. Oh, man. It's just because I've got too oh, many th- I got too many easy, things. Man. Yeah, I just sort of kind of go... I, I do. Like, I, I have ADHD. Well, I'm pretty confident I have and stuff. But it's just like, you know, I, I'm literally yeah. just like, oh, I've got a great idea. I'm going to do this. And I'm obsessing about it. And I'm just sort of like proper going on. And I will go through, like, I have to have everything. And you yeah. just sort of go in and think, and I don't know anything about this thing, but I'm going to learn and I'm going to do it all. And it's
1: just... Yeah. I think well I got diagnosed with ADHD but by like a private um some I got some like health insurance for my old work. Oh like, okay. I could go and log in and have like a free like Skype. And I was like, Oh well it's free so I might as well do it. Yeah. Can can I ask you, um, are you
0: are you uh because I'm currently in the process of trying to get a diagnosis on it because I it's no. uh, yeah.
1: I I might try, but it just everyone has said how how um hard it is, then I'm just like I just I with it. But yeah. The reason I started was I kept leaving my keys in the door yeah. <laughs> and going, yeah. walk into the shop, yeah, yeah, yeah man. four or five times. And once I was ringing my my mother on the phone and she was telling me she'd lost something. And I was like, "Oh yeah, you don't believe it? Well, it's all this, like I left my keys in the door the other day." And as I said it, I went, "You hey said that?" You went. And I patted my jeans. I I gotta go. And I ran back. Oh man, um,
0: yeah, I've done. it I've gone all the way to work and then realised my keys <laughs> were in the door and I had to go all the way back. Aww. I went, because I did, like, one of my other things, like, I did photography. I I packed all my photography stuff, was going to go and take um, photographs of some Star Wars, uh, it was the Mint Imperials and the, uh, are they, what are they called, the 98th, I think? But yeah, so uh, about a couple of hours away, went all the way there. And realized I hadn't brought any of my camera equipment with me. I'd literally just oh, walked right. out the door and left it on the sofa. Had to go all the way back again, and then all the way back again to sort of take yeah. photographs and stuff. It's just like because my brain was just like, boop. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I
1: mean, I always just—I mean, I don't know if I've got ADHD. I just—I've always just chalked that up to like being absent-minded or whatever. But then I got this this free thing, and she was just like, "Yeah, you basically sound like you've got it," but like I can't physically. Yeah, it's it, it. it's hard.
0: I, I'm sort of kind of going through the process of it because it's as much as certain parts of it are good because when you sort of hyper focus things, you can get them done. But there's a lot of things I am very forgetful. I'm very impulsive. Yeah. There's lots of bad sides to it that sort of it, is sort of affecting me more mentally. So I've yeah, got, I'm going yeah. through I'm a, sure. I'm going through a, um, like a charity because the NHS, I turned around to the NHS. Firstly, the the doctor was just like, Pretty much fuck off. <laughs> I'm not like interested, huh. you know. It's just a thing. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not It's not a thing. Uh, so I'm going through this um, charity called Psychiatry UK. Or, or sorry, Psychi- Psychiatry UK. So I had to fill out all these questionnaires and all this other stuff. And then they basically do an interview with you to see it. And then one of my friends has done it. And um, he's on sort of – I'm not sure about the medication side of things yet or not. But he's yeah. – He's being medicated and he says it helps him fo- focus a lot more and stuff. And that's the one thing I lack because when I'm, I can hyper focus, but other than that, i can't you know i i i got yeah. lots of sort of things going yeah. on and then i just Don't press Clean the in. kitchen yeah oh man like yeah, uh, yeah. it's the
3: old joke is it? i've got friends who are who have it and it's like you go to clean the kitchen and there's something on the side that needs to be put away so you take yeah. it to the living room do that and there's something on the floor yeah. So you oh pick that yeah, up, yeah 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 exactly. and that needs to go in the bedroom and when you're in the bedroom <laughs> yeah. you realize the window's not not yeah. closed
0: Done that so many times. You man. get
3: to the end of the day, you've achieved nothing, yeah. but you've like circled <laughs> flat twenty times. Did and all just that Moved stuff. everything. Yeah, hey, hey, Yeah. Do
1: you know um, Jamie McKelvey, the cartoonist, a uh, comic artist? Rings made, a bell. He, um, he draws a lot of stuff for Kieran Gillen, so he did the he did the Young Avengers run. All right. He yeah. designed the suit for Captain Marvel.
3: Oh,
1: The oh. The, the um, you know the Carol Danvers version, and um. <laughs> He um, got diagnosed recently, and he's been posting a lot of good stuff on Twitter about it. Yeah, again.
0: it was one of those things. So it was, I think it's it's something that's sort of not been... I think it's a lot more, I say popular, a lot more people thinking about it now because yeah. it's more aware, and I think a lot of people are kind of going, oh, this is bullshit, you're just jumping on a trend, but it is something you can physically... Like, I've always had it in the back of my brain that there was something there and I, I was sort of thinking about it four or five years ago and thought, maybe I do, but maybe it's just me being an idiot or maybe it's my dyslexia or whatever and stuff. And it's only recently because my friend was just like, look, man, you sound like you, you've you got it. You might you, you might as well just take a test and stuff and get somebody to talk about it yeah. and things. And, you know, because it does, like I said, there are good parts to it, like, like fiber focus, you know, wow, well, I don't know. Hyperfocusing focusing makes you get a lot of things done, but you're ignoring everything else around you and stuff like that, so it, it has its downsides, but um, yeah, I think it's just one of those things. It's good to know, even if you're not gonna, you know, at least you kind of feel a bit more secure in yourself, that you feel like, you know, I'm not just being an idiot, I'm not just being forgetful, I'm not just being sort of impulsive because that's it,
2: There is a there is a mental issue behind it and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, no, knowledge of it will mean you can like manage it yourself more recently. Yeah. And as awareness of it, ADHD has kind of, you know, grown, more people are going, oh, that sounds like me, actually. Yeah, I, th- I think and that... the understandings and people are going, well, I might be ADHD. And I think it's not just case of, well, only one people, two people, more people had it. We just did not have the language or knowledge to know that they had it
3: yeah but also it became less it became less of a thing to be stigmatized about it people didn't feel afraid of thinking maybe it's me because they didn't want to stick out i mean my part my um wife's grandfather is 86 and we're pretty sure he's dyslexic but and he's great he was always great with his hands he worked with his hands all his life but he has horrendous confidence issues because all his life he was told he was slow and he was stupid. And yeah. there's nothing actually wrong with him. I mean, he's really capable of, with his hands and he always did, you know, even like stupid things like doing the decorating around the house and stuff. Everything was so beautifully done and just so. But because he couldn't read very well, he was slow. He was stupid. He was no good. He didn't have his self-worth. Yep. And it took a long while from that stigma around anything that made you different to go away i think
0: like i didn't i i was dyslexic and i always just thought i was stupid like i just honestly thought i couldn't i couldn't read things properly i'd make mistakes i'd read things wrong and stuff and then i was just like it was only in university towards the last year of university where i got diagnosed with dyslexia and and that sort of helped just at least knowing that it wasn't just me being a fucking idiot you know i was just sort of like you know there was something and then that helped me sort of try and Find ways to manage it and stuff which I think has helped because you know my writing's not flawless, but it's a it's a million times better than it was originally um now because I've found ways of engaging myself to to fix what it, what the issue is um so yeah it's good to it's it's good to know um I think it's hereditary as well because I'm pretty confident my dad had it and stuff there was stuff he there was stuff he was doing like I was just like yeah that's that's well that but it's 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 one of those things man it's just like um yeah it, it's good to sort of like to know even for your own just your own
1: when trip. i had that call with the private uh gp i literally was like i'm gonna to go to the gp and sort this out i have i been putting that off i i thought i've been putting it off for a couple of weeks i've realized i've been putting it off for a year and a half because i just calculated when that call was so is that the most, is that the diagnosis in itself?
0: Yeah, well, well I think it's, it, I think it's, man, like I was doing the same thing. Um, and the only reason I did, because my friend said, There's, you're not gonna lose anything. Now I went and it, yeah. I felt stupid talking to the GP about it. And he wasn't overly helpful because I think because of TikTok and all the, the videos and things that are coming out these days talking about it, he thinks it's a fad. I thought he thought I was a fad, But he basically said, look, you can go through the NHS and it's going to take up to six years before you can get anybody. Um, or we can refer you to a, um, we can refer you to a charity. Um, and they can sort of, they can do it, and that can take six months. So I was just like, well, we'll we'll do the charity then. And it was just, I said, "Like, I don't I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to be a drain on the NHS and stuff like that. You know, I, it's something I can, as much as it, it upsets me and, and causes me sort of kind of certain issues and stuff, um, I don't want to drain the NHS for more important things and stuff. And he says, well, we'll do it through the charity and stuff, which I, I realised later that I actually, my, my company has... Um, health insurance so I could have gone through that but uh, so I went through this charity and stuff and I'm just currently waiting but it was just good to sort of you know because I filled out these things and they ask somebody you know to answer some questions for you and stuff and my sister and my mum went through it and you got this online portal and they go through the questions and they ask on it's just like yeah that's me that's definitely me that's very me and it's sort of you know they. I think you go and talk and the next step after that is you talk to a psychiatrist who then asks you more questions back and forth to see what, what your sort of kind of your state is and then it's down to if you are Actually, have that or something else, and then uh, if medication is uh, an option or not an option and stuff, um, and yeah, you know, uh, it it it's the idea of it. Sort of having something like that helps. Uh, my only sort of thing that sort of gets me down is that I've made a lot of bad decisions in my life over forty years. Like I've some made some pretty bad decisions and stuff like that. I'm horrible with money. Uh, I'm good with. Uh, giving advice to other people about money. I'm just not good with my own <laughs> money. Um, because it's the dopamine thing, because you're always trying to find yeah. that sort of kind of... You're trying to find that sort of kind of... Uh, like, that hit. So, yeah, so that yeah, buzz. Yeah. So, yeah, ba- buzz. spending money when you're depressed, being in really bad relationships, because... It gives you that buzz when you get that sort of thing and those things are the things i it makes me it's like if i'd known this earlier none of that happened would have happened and the only way i get yeah. myself over that is it's like i would have never met these guys i would have ne- i wouldn't have my dog yeah i wouldn't it's have ne- going back, yeah
1: you, it's all about a fly effect,
0: yeah it? it is so you you've got you are where you are and it's you you can move forward with that and stuff so it you know if you've been putting it off um, just just phone up the GP and say I want to have an appointment to talk about um, ADHD. You get an appointment, and then you you go from there. And you, like I said, you can. Uh, it's called UK. Uh, what's it called? Psychiatric or Psych- psychiatry UK is the is the charity. Um, he'll do it because the NHS are completely under. You know. In yeah. in the shitter, under-resourced. yeah, under resourced and stuff. So you're you're it's, you're not going to be able to go through that, but they can refer you to it and stuff, and it's worth it because in the end, it's not it's not good, you're not going to lose anything by doing it, and no. um, if anything, I literally
1: the reason I've been putting it off is um, I just I, you've got to call, I mean this it just sounds like laziness, but you got to call it early in the morning, yeah, yeah, what? Well, I... And um, I'm I've got I've been on like deadlines for like the last year and a half making a new book, and so every day I'm like. I can either smash this page out today, or I can do a bunch of life admin, and I never err on the side of life admin. Oh, I now, You think, oh, I just kicked it down. You know, I'll do it next week, and I've realised, you know, oh, I've it's the, human, a bunch brain. Of the
3: down. human brain. The human brain is so much better at dealing with short-term pluses yes. than long-term investment, mm. and you know, it, it's kind of the things that you're talking about—the dopamine hits and the bad decisions—which mm. is something I suffer from as well. It's like a hyper version of that, but they've done these studies that over and over again that prove it. If you say to someone, "I'll give you a hundred pound now," or "I'll give you this this, this thing here," which in a, two and a half years, in in three years' time, will give you five hundred pounds, ninety percent of people will take the hundred pounds now because it seems too far ahead. And it's the same thing: is that yes, you know intellectually, if you do the life stuff and you call the GP or whatever else it will end up being better the short term of someone's going to stop nagging me about this is going to win 90% of the time unless you really kick your ass <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah my my sort of way that i try I, I don't feel doing it sometimes but if i've got you know in my brain and i appreciate we've come this is a massive tangent so my, my 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 apologies here but like um the the way i try and deal with Myself is that I've always got a million ideas or things I need to do. And I'll go, I need to do this, but I need to do this, but I need to do this. And what I do is the first one I thought of and the first one I thought was a priority I just do it and I go as much as my brain's fighting me not to do it and it's kind of going but you could be doing this instead and you've got this inner brain you've got this inner voice in your head just kind of going yeah but you you could do this instead and that would be more productive but then you could do that instead and then you could do that you just go no I'm doing this and you literally fight yourself and you just go I am going to do this and it sort of helps, and it makes you sort of feel slightly better because you've just done that one thing. Like today, my house is absolute shit tip, and I was like, <laughs> I need to do something. And I said to myself, uh, I was like, which room do I go to? Why, why do I do this, 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 and this, and this? And I was just like, kitchen. Kitchen today is the, it goes to the first one in my head, and I was like, kitchen needs to be done. And so I've literally spent today, and I've given myself time to go off and do my sort of kind of weird things I need to do because I can't stick with something for long periods of time but kitchen and i I was doing that's why i was late for the podcast because i was sorting the kitchen i was like i am finishing this kitchen tonight and i'm just going to do the kitchen and stuff and as much as my brain's telling me i should be doing other things i was like i'm going to do this and this is what i'm going to do so maybe just say to yourself phone call it's one phone call do it and then just get it done just do it
1: it's not even that off topic because a lot of the the wrestling comic not so much the game but the comic is about these sort of mental health things yeah. um and there's a it's like an ensemble so there's a bunch of characters so i can and it was such a long time ago when i started writing it that i can't really remember what was sort of intellectual and what was just like reflex writing you know yeah yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. they all are a little bit of me arguing with each other which is weird to read back now like like six years later yeah which is true it's funny like when, it, when the book gets listed on amazon one of the things it gets listed under is like um Self-esteem and mental health. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: yeah, one of the wrestlers is like a gravy, it's like,
1: he's a gravy train with like arms and legs. Uh, <laughs> still, it
0: um, so <laughs> the, the one guy's got a
1: fish head.
0: Yeah, we'll go back properly back on the topic about the game and stuff. So, uh, is our board games, card games a thing for you? What's the yes,
1: um, <laughs> yes, yes? Um, I'm trying to think now. The, the probably the way. I got into board games and card games currently is is um, someone introduced D&D 5e to, to work. Um, years <laughs> this is probably about six years ago now. Again, dovetailing with the comic probably around exactly the same time. Um, and it w- didn't feel like something uh, I wasn't sure what it was, you know. But it was a bunch of like, it was, I was working in like a co-working space. It was loads of like People who ran their own yeah. businesses and stuff. So these were like people out in the world. Because I was quite, um, I love comics, obviously, because I've spent my life making them now. But I was very scared of going to go into Forbidden Planet when I was like fifteen, because um, I, was, I was afraid to be mocked in the <laughs> long <of trailers. laughs> run. So yeah. I needed an acceptable face of D and D, and then so he started playing it. It was amazing. And then um, some board game cafes opened up in Cardiff, where I'm from. And um, the D&D group that we used to play with, we all kind of like start playing games. And so quite a big part of my life now. And so that was where the idea to try and make my own thing with the with the GWA characters.
0: So uh, are you, what, you know, you've done obviously... RPGs and stuff um are, are card games sort of kind of are you are you more more of a preference or did you just want to try something more simple um with your Kickstarter uh than sort of going into sort of kind of a complex board game
1: um I would say probably if my personal i do like card games like um there's a great one called caper played um about you have to put on like a little heist that's great um when I was at uh UK Games Expo with yep. Ultra Brawl. Um from a bunch of these things I only seen online. Uh, Oink Games, they make these tiny little um mini box games. And ours is a little bit bit bigger than that and it's got a bit more stuff, but they really like elegant, quick card games. They made like a great one called Startups, I think. Um so those sort of things were like an inspiration, like yeah, a nice light, simple game. But um, you know, I what have I been playing? We played the Thing board game. Oh, okay, before. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. It made a lot of people very angry with each other. Um, there's a game called The Captain is Dead. Um, Not played that. a little bit about TNG earlier. That is a fantastic board. It's like a co-op board game. You're on like a, it's a knock-off Star Trek scenario. <laughs> You're on like a fake Enterprise, and you've got different characters. You know, they they've got different occupations. And the idea is you have to work together to, like, solve problems on the ship before it, like, blows up or, like, the aliens attack you. And it's great. That's amazing. Um, what else like Oh, and there's a great um, Funko, you know, the, you know Funko pops. Yeah, 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 yeah. They made a Godzilla board game called Godzilla Tokyo Clash. And oh, is that, like, it's King of... absolutely is- awesome. No, it's so much better than... Um, King of Monsters, is it, or is it... Is yeah, King, King of Tokyo. King of Tokyo, that's no, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. For all due respect, the King of Tokyo. That that Godzilla game is, like, is on it. And I was thinking, like, Funko is gonna be, it might be rubbish. But nah, it was, it's great. Okay.
0: What's your all-time favourite board game, then?
1: We might be, well, I like, I like those Sherlock Holmes consultant detective games, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, those mystery type things. Um, So that's probably there. We really had a good time with that. I, Captain is Dead is up there. We've, Played that more than anything else over the last few years. I think
0: my rarity. my favorite sort of card based game, and I've got some of the collectible card games which are just like crack and, and just sort of any stalemate. I have a
1: wrestling collectible card game, but yeah. I never had enough of it to like. Well, no one else wanted to play it with me. So yeah, I just, so, I, look at
0: these like I had the 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 uh, Age of Sigmar Champions, which thankfully stopped because you know it it, it just sort of defunct. But um. Uh, there's a game called The Resistance, which is sort of like, uh, Mike Orvis of Geek Pride fame, uh, sort of got me into, cause I was, I'm into sort of big war games and stuff like that. Like me this, and my.
1: This is a small box game. Yeah. yeah,
0: like it's called The Resistance, right? And it, it, it takes, like a I game, a game will take anywhere between like five and ten minutes. And it's like, I like, I like really long games, but this is amazing cause it's literally something you can sort of, you basically, it's like, um, that mafia game or werewolf, the werewolf one and stuff where you literally have to choose who's basically the bad guy. And so you get cards. Everybody is either a, is a, is work for the, the government or you're a rebel and you've got to choose, you know, you've got to basically eke out the rebels before they sabotage the mission and stuff. And it's so good. It's got to the point where I bring it back to the with me when I go to Northern Ireland and have all the locals and stuff playing it but it's one of those games that you fall out with each other and stuff because you're like I'm not lying to you I'm not lying to you you are lying to me this is definitely you you wouldn't be doing that and the thing is because it changes every time but people hold grudges from the last yeah, game so
1: they making decisions that don't play exactly yeah
0: they have, have zero they have zero bearing yeah. you're just like but you know you're you were the thing last time it's like yeah but I'm not this time yeah but you could be lying and it just gets so like but it's an amazing game it's so good and stuff. That's so right. I think
1: I played Coup, which is like yeah, yeah, the, the same
0: people, same yeah, 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 same people. There's so when we were doing,
3: of... oh, go on, sorry. As I say, there's a whole bunch of cards that fit around card games that fit around those concepts, oh. and I, I I think of them as poker games because they're card games that are actually more about playing the player. Yeah,
2: you're they're still looking to a... into people's eyes deeply. Yeah, it's about blocking. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like, it's so
0: hard. You think you've got somebody and then and what happens is you get those sort of like, like, we've got my mum to play and she doesn't know how to play <laughs> properly and stuff. Like she's just thinking yeah. and she sort of, but then when you get somebody who's basically that X factor and they're making decisions just because they haven't got, they don't understand, it screws everything up because oh, you're yeah. like, you're like, I fully know what this person is, but then like, They've just sabotaged the mission when they shouldn't do, and then it just sort of, it screws everything up, and it's just like, it's, yeah. It's
3: like a military truism, isn't it? The scariest thing to face as an amateur.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. if
3: you're facing someone who knows what they're doing, you can figure out what they're most likely to decide. Yeah. But when you're facing someone who is literally, that looks like a pretty red button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. You have no chance yeah. at when all. When
2: playing War and Terror, um, Kaylee has never played board games until she met me. And we had a load of friends around, and we're going to play War on Terror, which is basically risk meets um, diplomacy by uh, Have I Got News for You? So it's a very kind of farcical level. And Kaylee ended up as being one of the terrorists. Uh, basically, her nation had been destroyed, and she became one terrorist. And then she got hold of nukes. <laughs> and she just Nuke that one, and that one you got know, that, that, that. It's just that nuking everything. Which wasn't that. No, you know, meant to kind of hold back nukes and use them as a terror. No, it's like laying, just blasting everyone to kingdom come.
3: But, but Kitty, is, Kitty is an engineer. She, her first instinctive reaction is to fix a problem. If you've it's given a her a hammer... That's, that's civil If you give her a...
2: That's civil engineering. you, she, you can ha- ha- weapons. Yeah.
3: Yeah, if you give her a hammer, she's going to use it to hit a nail. <laughs> <laughs> she's not going to tell the nail to behave or she'll hit it. She's going to say, right, problem done. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah uh and so yeah i i i kind of go for uh i kind of like more strategic uh tactical games and stuff like that so i'm i play 40k and i play sort oh, of like yeah. we've got a, we're playing blood bowl we've got a blood bowl league at the minute which is actually uh, really i would like
1: to play blood bowl
0: blood bowl is really good Do you know what i i've been pl- yeah so it's it's a game that i've been playing since second edition when they had the polystyrene board like from back in the sort of kind of 90s and stuff, and it, I I was thinking about this out of all of uh, Games Workshop's IPs and stuff. Blood Bowl is probably the one that I remember with the most fondness because it's not overly convoluted and it's quite simple. It's kind of chess based in that you've got certain ways to sort of kind of get around. And I've got a league and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm actually, I sit there and watch other people play it and stuff because it's just like, <laughs> there's a lot of thing, you know. And I like the fact that my guys can level up, but they can get killed yeah. and things. And yeah, it's yeah. just... That's really good. Um...
3: Whereas I, I, my favorite is Space Hulk. Oh, right, okay. My favorite ever since. And I've still got it, and it gets dug out occasionally. Um, but we have these okay. conversations. I helped to run I help to run a game club, so we go over this sort of stuff a lot. And it's interesting to talk to people about what they find is their favorites, especially at the moment, with um, people are getting more back towards – I mean, I, I held this up because this is Kill Team, which is – one of G w skirmish level games which are becoming yeah. more they're getting more dug into, but it's the complexity versus the the options sort of thing, and it's the same thing that you're seeing with board games that some people tend towards games which are simple mechanics but complex and people. Other people love the board games where you've got four boards, three hundred and eighty pieces, twelve types of counter, four <laughs> decks of cards yeah. That's, that's me the same they're just nothing yeah. and it's,
0: it's I played it 20 I played 24 hours literally 24 hours worth of Axis and Allies with my brother when, oh, we, wow. when I went back but, uh, this is a game called Axis and Allies Global the board is three foot by five foot three <laughs> three by five the board is it's well, it's it's, it, it's huge and it's got over a thousand pieces and it it, it goes it's an amazing game it's glorious i'm doing a review for it yeah. a minute but the review is nearly as big as the game it's just like <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's yeah, huge I mean, but... I
3: mean i was the car game?
1: uh oh. the, the games workshop car car
3: game. future the way so, back when, way yeah, back when was Gorkamorka. Yes. Was it Gorka Morka? Gorka Morka? was was 40K the k version. One.
1: No, sorry, yeah, I, was... I, I I pronounced that weirdly. Not card game, car game. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gorka no, Gorka. No, car Gorka. game. Oh, that... Yeah,
0: yeah okay. so Gorkamorka, Gorka Gorkamorka,
3: yeah. So Gorkamorka was the one based in forty k with twenty eight mil figures. But way right. back when Games Workshop were first Games Workshop, they had one called Dark Future. Which was sort of like a rolling road type of game. Oh so really shit! More, yeah, like, these yeah. Nice stars. yeah, 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 yeah. And there's still there's still adherents around, and there's a few that have gone around. There was a Kickstarter one called Thunder Road. That's it, four, it. Yeah, that's it. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So the basic concept has kind of that stayed the same and gone around. I mean, nowadays the closest equivalent to that would probably be oh god, what's it called now? Um one second while i actually get in my facebook groups to see if it's going to be nice and show me one of the ones that i'm in for it Ooh. but there's one that was done by one of the guys under the um osprey blue rule yes yes and i can't remember the name of it now and it's basically the guy who did it has done some other stuff as well that i really like and it's based around like a, a, a an apocalyptic future thing like car car racing game with templates and stuff, but the challenge is he doesn't sell any minis for it. Gaslands, but he yes, right. Gaslands. But he does endorse some people who make add-ons, and so part of the fun is buying or re- un- un- unearthing your old Corgi miniatures and Hot Wheels and stuff, and taking them apart and rebuilding them with like cannons and flamethrowers <laughs> and armor and stuff. Yeah, man. and it's actually a lot of fun. I haven't played for a bit. I haven't. Pl- I've got. Re- they did. They did it. An expansion called Refueled is like a second version, and he's done a space combat game called A Billion Suns, which looks interesting. Um, and he's doing really well because he's quite good at the simplification thing that a lot of people find hard when you're actually playing stuff. Is a lot of stuff can be going on? but He's quite good at keeping keeping it manageable, mm-hmm. and I think that's the hardest thing with game design is it's really tempting to do all the cool shit and mm. be really like it's incredibly realistic and and people are just like I have to watch yeah they're, they're
0: it's like that game what's that world war 2 game uh north Africa? Uh, uh is it war in north africa or campaign in north africa which yeah. is literally can take months to play <laughs> it's so in depth and it literally goes it drills down to the um the the noodle rations or the 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 noodle rations that 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 the the italian troops will have and sort of each plane has a pilot and each pilot has certain traits and things and it's like literally you've got thousands and thousands of stuff and it can go on forever
2: the campaign for north africa which was uh plane time of up to 1,500
0: hours. <laughs> it's my sort of game. I tried to get my group to play it. I was like, let's do it. Let's just fucking play it. we like got two <laughs> that's years. Not a
3: game. That's a part-time job. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's a let's do it. Because we did, we did Access and Allies over and when we were in lockdown. We did that over Tabletop Simulator, which is really good uh, to use. And um, we did that over like we had two games of it and we did that over the space of like three months, I think. And it was like we would do every week, we would play two or three hours and then we'd just sort of kind of go through it and stuff. And it was just like, it was a good way to do it. I was just like, let's do, let's do campaign for uh, sort of North Africa. And they're like, no, no. <laughs> I can't do it. And to
3: be fair, during lockdown was a good idea because people weren't going anywhere <laughs> or having other plans. Yeah. Otherwise you have the D&D problem that we always have with our D&D, don't you? Yeah. So it gets in the way.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. How long's yeah. your how long's your longest D&D campaign been, Josh? I'm
1: playing with the same group Pretty much, I've been playing with for yeah seven years now. Wow, there's been some well, (laughs) been some drop-offs. Been we've changed, but we play once a month. So, um, oh right, okay, once a month, manageable, you know.
0: Are you on the same campaign at the minute, or Uh,
1: no? Well, uh, there was an initial campaign. I I died. Uh, no, I don't think I died. I think I, I think my soul died in real life. I just left. Right. <laughs> I just stopped playing. So they carried on. Then there was a splinter group, which conti- I think more and more people joined that group. So a splinter group of the originals <laughs> went off to the side. I joined that group again, and then uh, so then we did Curse of Strad. Oh, I played a dwarf called Throna Goatfoot. He died. I loved him. I want to be a rogue, basically, at all times. <laughs> uh, so every character I've made that's not a rogue is just me stopping myself from doing what I really want. <laughs> um. So when when I, when he died, I had to play a cleric. Cleric. <laughs> yeah. Um, we rogue. Right? We've got a. And then uh, I DM'd. Then ah. we finished because started. I DM'd, and as I was DMing, it was good because I I was just starting to. I hadn't started making the GWA card game. I had started writing the script for my next book. Well, I was just I was writing the outline and um, DM'd uh, the water deep thing. What is it called? Uh,
0: something. Ah, uh, what's it called for? Ah, uh, yes. I'm... It's more
1: like a sandboxy thing. It's yeah. not. It's not really prescriptive. There's yeah. like four villains. So a lot of it, and it, I would like to make stuff up because it was only once a month. So I was like, oh, I can just make some stuff. up. And it was this was peak <laughs> lockdown. So I did. Yeah. I was working flat out, but I was like my. <laughs> and it's like okay I had some stuff so it was great thinking on your feet and trying to figure out um how to make as we were coming to the end of it be like how can I make this satisfying so that the stuff we did right at the start pays off because the book doesn't really guide you in that way um so then I think that was really good storytelling wise when I started writing my book yeah right. and never write a long script usually with a wrestling comic I write page to page generally i'll write from iphone notes and I just start drawing because it's more of like a that's more like innate while i do in that but but the the book i'm working on now is more elaborate sort of sci-fi comic, so i needed to write it in advance and um so if anyone is interested in writing stuff DMing a D and D campaign, I think, is uh, an invaluable tool. <laughs> <laughs> it's infuriating as well. It it's infuriating. I
0: uh, yeah. we have we, we've, we've been running one for two years now. Is it two years? Yeah. we've been going, going for. Years, yeah. yeah, we've been going for two years now. Our cleric doesn't like being a cleric. She she's definitely no. not sort of like uh, she's this trying to be anything but a cleric. a cleric. Yeah, she's basically trying to be everything but a cleric. Um, Did she
1: buy those cards? Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, she's got the cards. Yeah, she's got the cards. I printed all my my spells off onto, like, a piece of paper. And a cleric, just, like, at the start of every day, could choose from, like, 70 spells or something. So we were coming into this thing that used to be, like, a fun event once a month. And I was coming in with, like, a binder. And then it, people were like, what are you going to do? You know, asking me what I'm, what I'm doing in the game. I'm, like, looking through, like, a million sheets. It's too much admin. You've got to be like a rogue or fighter or something where you can just like <laughs> quick,
2: quick yeah, yeah. fire answer. And, uh, I so... mean, I, and but the reason why I played Barbarian in the game is because the tactics is simple. Get totally angry rage. and hit it.
0: Yeah, he does. His 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 running sort of, his running thing is I hit it with my axe. That's what he says. And as the <laughs> DM yeah.
3: That was safer than when we made him a mage, and his the thought for everything was
0: "I like throw a fireball." That. Oh day. yeah, yeah. He nearly killed him. <laughs> we did a stream early on to see how. You know, before we did our our um, our what's the word? What's it called? Her, homebrew campaign. We did a sort of uh, a false Hydra um, thing. Have you ever done a false Hydra before? No, I don't know. Ah, uh, okay, right. So don't look it up. Don't look it up. Okay. If you ever don't look it up, but if you get you've got a he DMs, get them. So you do a false hydra for you because it's so okay. good. It's really, really good. It's like more, it's more investigation and sort of kind of psychological stuff. It's a really yeah, good cool. sort of kind of thing, but get them to do it for you. It's really good. So we did that. But Peter basically at one point in time went, if anything
2: happens, I'm just going to throw a fireball at it. And he did. Actually, and she was like, next time we see it, tell me and I'll throw a fireball at it. And he
0: he did, but this is like, I'm streaming this to sort of, cause we thought, Oh, we'll do it for geek pride and stuff. And I was just like, he did it. And I just saw these dice roll across roll 20. And I went, what have you done? They went, I've thrown a fireball at it. And I was just like, what the fuck? And I was like, because the way it is, it's just like, you're going to die. You're all going to die. And this is going to be the stream end and stuff. So I had to sort of like think on my feet. I was like, like, uh, uh, Mark, uh... You, 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 does you gotta,
3: anybody you, want to try and stop him? Yeah, does anybody, want to, try does anybody want to try and, I, and I, stop him? <laughs> I fumbled trying to make him dodge, And so he had to fumble that the NPC that was with us. <laughs> and just said, look, his hand had died. Like, I thought Matt was going to have an embolism and just collapse on the camera.
0: This <laughs> <laughs> is like, oh, man. But the thing is, like, so we went on from that and we've got a two-year campaign that's been going on. They're level 11, I think, now. Oh, and wow. we... Like we've gone from zero to eleven, and there's been some really good sort of emotional moments and stuff in it. again, yeah, uh, yeah. like we get some really poignant parts and stuff. Um, we've had some really good moments where I nearly, you know, I, did, I'm not out. I'm not one of those DMs who actively tries to kill players and stuff because I like the storyline. Um, yeah. but there is points when they can sort of get close to being killed or sort like of
2: punching a shark yeah punching a shark. but um like a it, Punisher.
0: yeah well it's just it's like a... yeah you know, we we had some things where like uh some of them nearly died and you know it gets quite sort of kind of moment like uh, quite sort of kind of sad and um there's some
3: yeah, matt has learnt not to write too far ahead oh yeah because if he wants to, if he's expecting us to do something we'll do totally the opposite
0: oh yeah all the time and
3: for a little while when we first started off he would just be like why
0: did I bother? I, I literally, at the very start, I was writing pages and pages and pages of stuff. Like, you know, like if they do this, then they'll go like, we'll go here. And if they do this, we'll go here and we'll do this. And if that happens, then we'll do this. And I had all these like flowcharts and things within like what yeah. I was going to do. And I wouldn't do any of it. And I was just like, that's all wasted. I can't use yeah, any of that God. and stuff. And I was just like, so now I have an idea of what's happening. I have an idea of where it's going. And I throw in sort of most... I have, so- <laughs> I even the other day, I created a map. I I drew the map on sort of kind of uh, incarnate and stuff. I I had all these NPCs and things around. I was like, yeah, we'll do this because one of the characters has just died. So we'll have a funeral and we'll do this. And then they all went right. So we're just gonna stick the, the the corpse in some in some fucking vinegar and stuff, and then go off and do something else. And we'll we'll do a funeral some <laughs> other time. I was like,
1: God, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, we I mean, keep it in the back pocket because one day.
0: Yeah, well, we'll that's it. it's life. it's still there, but it's sort of like you know with these guys especially. I've learned very quickly that you play off them. So whatever they do, you react to. Um yeah. Because you, there's no way of... One, I don't like railroad, railroading people anyway. I kind of like them to have their own free choices to do what they want. So it's just a case of they do what they want and I have to react to it and stuff and so go right this is going to happen and this is going to happen. Like Sometimes it gets to the point especially when my brother he argues with me quite a lot on things. Actually He's no. They,
3: what do you expect?
0: Yeah they all argue with yeah. me to be honest. There's always like oh why can't I do that? Pete oh, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> especially is like I have advantage on that. It's like why Why do you have advantage on that Pete? Because of reasons? I'm angry.
3: Because <laughs> of reasons. Yeah. I'm
1: just want to have a good time so yeah it's, yeah it's it's i i get i get like i i don't know if they never got close to like dying all of them i don't know if i would have killed them all i would have like put them to head i think there's I there i think up. you've I got a, would
0: sorry yeah i think you have to have some sort of they they have to know that they are they are fallible in certain. You know, they're they're not yeah. immortal, well, and there is a risk. We went down. Yeah. I never
1: told them they weren't going to die. Yeah, so I, yeah. Was, I was like, if if we got right to the end and they got TPK, i would have been like, yeah, oh, one I of you is only one HP or something. They're fucking saw yeah. it out.
3: I remember my Warforged in that um trying to get through that maze with all traps. <laughs> yes!
0: And he was just walking he... through and getting absolutely down so many times and I was just like, oh no.
3: Because <laughs> my wa- it was this really desperate situation and my warforged is one that has the whole trait thing of I've let someone die before and I would never let it happen again. Oh. And so he was determined to get through and he kept on fumbling all these tricks for traps because he was a fighter ranger. And just like the dice hated me. <laughs> and I think it literally got us to the point. They managed to get down and find their way through. And they got to me just before I had to roll my final death.
0: Roll. Death save, yeah. Uh, uh,
3: on, my third att- on my third down, wasn't it? Yeah. So I managed to save myself twice. Like, stumbling around this freaking maze. And <laughs> I was literally, like, 20 foot from the exit on my final fumble. And they walked around the corner and going, Oh my God, look, quick, let's leave you.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah. And his look mean. on his face. When he actually got to tell them, they would walked around the corner and saw me, and
0: they made that dice roll. Yeah, they, and he was just like, yeah, because like I, you know, I, I there's certain like I I I I expect one or two of them may die, especially later on, because we're we're up and up, we're, we're going to get to a point where you know, because if you get doubled out, you're dead, and, and it really happened to my brother uh, once, um, where he made a stupid mistake. He attacked somebody he probably shouldn't have attacked, and the guy rolled really high, and I think he was like two points off doubling him out. And I and me and him just kind of went, oh. it's like he says, "How many how many hit points have you got?" And I was like, I don't know, at the time it was like fourteen or something. And it's like, how much has he done? And it's like twenty twenty six. I was like, fuck, man, seriously, two more <laughs> two more points, and you would have just been dead, dead, no sort of death, just dead. And I was just like, oh, I'm not doing that again. And now he's one of the most overpowered characters in the game. <laughs> it's just like
3: she almost killed our magician the same way, by at one point, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally just and I think actually no, I think it was Drakton that almost killed him by one point because of that damn axe you gave him. Yeah, yeah. The, the, he yeah, gave basically... him an axe that was cursed and under certain circumstances he would just go into a rage and couldn't come out. Mm-hmm. And me and the magician walked in and <laughs> we were the only people he could see because he'd killed everybody else in this tower. And he came running at us and literally one point off, kill perma killing the magician. <laughs> yeah. It was up, up and across,
2: and it was just land onto the Warforge. Yeah. And yeah. then on the next one's like, whoa. Is this, um, are you playing 5e? Yeah, that yes. on 5e, yeah. yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It's,
0: very, it's very loose. We're very loose with it because yeah. we, we, we stream it generally most Thursdays. We've been off a few weeks, but we've been doing it uh, for like two years now and um it's very loose so it's not like we have there are certain rules that we will adhere to but we're very much like if it makes sense and it sort of helps along the game we'll sort of bend things and stuff like i'm not a rules lawyer and stuff like that it's just literally in the end if if Danny, especially, she's quite argumentative when it comes to certain things. And it's just like, you know, she'll go, Oh, I want to do this. If I think it's worth it, fine. I'll go fine. Yeah, you can have it. But if I'm just like, no, no, it doesn't make sense to me, then it's just a straight up no, you can't do it sort of thing. You yeah. know, or if it's a gray area, I let them, I just let them roll a the dice and then, you know, uh, highest number, you know, if they get one, two, three, no, four, five, six, yes, and then sort of do it that way. And then it sort of saves any pissing around. Uh, we don't like, It literally just is a basis for the game uh, and sort of like, that's it. There's no sort of kind of massive in-depth to the rules and stuff. So there will be people, rules lawyers out there who watch our games and go, oh my God, you're doing that wrong and you're doing that wrong. And it's just like... It doesn't matter. As long as the story goes well, ours is yeah. just, ours is a story. It's a sort of, it's good for our mental health as well. It's quite good, sort of, for us yeah. to sort of, ha- as a group, to go on. And it's got, you know, the storyline's quite good. And if, you, if you're being too rigid towards certain rules, I think it would take away from the story. And yeah. we've, we've crafted quite a good sort of thing at the minute, you know, all together. It's not just been me because they've been, they have written the story effectively, you know, do, making the decisions. And I've just fleshed it out. Um, I've gone along, I think that's the... sure my
3: Warforge I think my, my Warforge breaks about three different things. Doesn't it? <laughs> so he came in as a ranger, became a ranger fighter duel. Then we kind of fluffed it. That um, an engineer he came across basically came up with some upgrades for me, so I've gained I gained some extra some extra agility. And then we had this whole thing where I got the crap beaten out of me, and so we've respected him into a fighter who's an Echo Knight. Oh, wow. So it's just like. That's good, but it's just. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think yeah, as
0: long as you've <laughs> got. logical to me. Yeah, as long as you get sort of a, a, a good, you know. For story, for storylines and stuff, it's 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 great, you know. It, for me as well, as much as like it can be stressful because you are like, oh crap, I need to do something for this, and do something for this, and if they do something really weird or something completely, off, you know, off script and stuff, then you are just like, fuck, I have to think of something quickly for this. But you yeah. know, I think it benefits, it benefits, the, <laughs> it, benefits the, it benefits the story and it's just sort of it's just good because it is very natural and you're just doing things as they go along so you know nobody really understands what's going on they can't predict yeah. stuff so yeah
1: i've and- never played any other edition but um like 5e for people who don't like as long as the dm knows the rules my my partner uh, she works at that co-working space um i was talking about and every year they do a 24-hour stream of D. With a rotating nice. people who come in for like a homeless charity, um, in Cafilli where where it's based. And it always does really well. But like as long as the DM knows what they're doing, like you just give random employees coming in and playing for two hours on this stream and they no no one like barks at it. Like yeah, really
0: a good DM is Sorry, oh, carry on. on. Sorry, no. I was gonna say good DM's very important. Like uh, I don't, I, am I'm, I'm okay. I think I'm not, I'm not the best. Like ben Fee, who was a guy, who, he does stuff for Geek Pride and stuff. He's so good. Like a lot of the, so a lot of the ideas I have are, I, I basically pitch for him. So we do, <laughs> like we used to do um, WhatsApp chats for like downtime and stuff. So we have a Discord. So if you check our Discord, our RPG um, has its own sort of RPG section and stuff. So they can do downtime chat. And it's really good because it helps them sort of be yeah. more in character. It was like, when you're streaming and stuff, it's hard to think about what you really want to say and you feel a bit self-conscious and stuff. But if you're putting on the Discord, you can really go into depth. And there's some really good, like, we have, we've had a battle, so we had some really nice speeches beforehand, which they sort of kind of tallied up with they did beforehand. Do you remember when
3: you made your brother read that speech? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like... Huge speech. It was this long on Discord, yeah. and he said,
0: "I want you to read the speech out." And his brother <laughs> just went. Uh... <laughs> so that's like, yeah. So you get to have you know, and it's good because they can be a character. We had some you know, quite emotional moment with the character where the old paladin died and stuff. So we had this really long sort of like back and forth about trying to save him and things, and it's quite good to have that as well. So you in in the time that you don't have playing, you can still kind of be within yeah. that sort of world. Uh, in sort of spare time you have. So every now and again, you'll see a little message, like somebody's done something in the Discord and you can sort of carry on. And it's, it's yeah, a really good cool. idea. And I got that from Benfey because he used to do it with us and I really enjoyed that. Anyway, um, so uh, back again on the topic, uh, the the mechanics of the card game, So sort of the mechanics uh, yes. of your card game, how, how does that work?
1: So it's very quick. It's like a 15 to 30 minutes depending on like number of players or, yeah. Um, how well acquainted you are with the rules. And it's basically you choose a wrestler, you go from one of six wrestlers from the GWA. They've all got their own kind of like personalities and, and special moves. You choose a wrestler, you draw from a move deck to build your hand. And then it's a case of you're your drawing cards and playing them down to build up combos. Like you get different wrestling moves, you take it in turns, you lay a combo down. These cards have got like different color icons left and right on the sides of the cards so you've got to go try and connect them up like dominoes and do kind of like the most logical thing um, to deal damage to your opponent and to like gain momentum. So the momentum lets you uh, use like your your finishing move um, and damage is like shown in the in the form of you draw these cards from this deck but you place them face up which has got like this damage icon on it. And the more cards in your damage deck some moves you play um ask players to like roll a dice to try and reverse them but they're rolling against the amount of damage cards they've got so if they've got more damage cards uh moves are less more likely to work on them so you've oh, basically okay. got this thing where you start you're trying things out as people get more and more worried and damaged they're hitting the big moves we were just trying to really get something going that was fun um had a level of strategy to it and a level of luck, you know, it was not, it's not really deep, complex. um,
0: Did you create the rules yourself or did Tickerbock Yeah, me and Bevan worked on them together, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I came in with the initial stuff and Bevan was like helping me then. And we both worked on together. Um, But we really wanted that ebb and flow and like rhythm of a wrestling match, you know, where it starts, you know, people are feeling themselves out and then it's just like chaos towards the end. And, um, yeah, we've played it hundreds of times now, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe a so- hundred times. And yeah, it always tends to work. out. There's, the dice do a really good thing as well with the way we've laid out, like where those dice rolls. Like when you do when you go for a pin, you know, for all the wrestling fans, when you go to fin- the raffle, count one, two, three. So you get when you when you count one, you you roll one dice, Um and then on two, you get to roll two and then on three you get a roll three, and you get a like keep and hold dice if you want to you know and again you're rolling against your damage where you get is you get this thing where as the you know you're counting down for this pin does get quite tense and then if you get lucky and they kick out right at the last moment you stand up you know Oh,
0: okay nice
1: it's great yeah so yeah it's fun
0: um Bevan's good people. Like he's sort of he's, he's, done, stuff Geek, yeah. he's done stuff for Geek Pride. Yeah, he's done for Geek Pri for a long time, and uh, he's like super nice as well. Really enthusiastic, yeah. very helpful well, as well.
3: Because I I deal with his wife now because I help out with some beta reading for the gym. Oh, nice! And they're both nice people. They, they really are people. such nice people. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I was more coming from the wrestling side and obviously card game fan side, and Bevan was you know yeah designer shops to help me out and really, like, guide it, and it gave some really great ideas. And um, so, yeah, it's been the two of us just playtesting the hell out of it. Yeah, he's been... Uh, no uh, yeah, so uh, um, how did the how is the Kickstarter going? Because it's been on for a couple of weeks now? I get an accurate figure. It's funded, so it's happening. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Congratulations.
2: Yeah.
1: Thank you very much. Right, we are... Um, It's got 15 days left. Had to cut it two days short because I'm... Uh, I'm going to leave the country to go on holiday. <laughs> I didn't want to be... It, I'm going to gonna leave the country more. with all
0: your money. <laughs> yeah. That sounded pretty bad. I'm going to leave early. Leave get... the
1: country to go on holiday. Yeah. and I'll be back into the country a week later with all the money. But, <laughs> um, yes, it's 220% funded at the moment. Wow. We've hit, yes, we've hit our... Um, it's going to be a small print run, probably, regardless. you know, We'll get it to the people who want it, and then we'll make a few more so we can sell them afterwards um proper indie game um we've hit a few stretch goals so we've just added like a new feature that we did play test but we didn't put it into like the prototype where you you can optionally choose at the start of a match to, one of six like managers and you can call upon them once per match to like do nefarious th- well you know sometimes they're nice things but like distract <laughs> the referee Okay, a cool. weapon you know Oh, right, nice business so nice. we just added that And I think the last stretch goal is going to be, I'm just going to, because the move deck is about, there's about 90 move cards in there, but obviously you can't have a wrestling match with just one elbow strike. You've got to have some doubles in there. So um, the last stretch goal, I'll go back into the art. I've drawn like 50 new pieces of art, really try to tie it in with the comics, you know, but I'll go in and I'll just draw even more art so that there's like less doubles in the deck and stuff.
0: Have you have you done your sort of like is it where is it being uh or Tinkerbot Games looking at um the logistics behind it the the making it and sort of uh, all the yeah they taking care
1: of all of that really so I've been involved but um I've run my own stuff where I've had to print stuff I I sort of run like a micro publisher for comics but you know these small comic books and my the Kickstarter before this was the DIY version of my uh. GWA book, um, which I had to sort the printer out myself. Used, like a great printer in Estonia. It was amazing. They did looks so lavish. There's all sorts going on there. I we
0: um when we were kids, like we used to have a a weekly sort of game. Uh, i one of the guys. Uh, they are called the Lawson's. Like we used to live down the road, and uh, the the older brother John. So we used to play a uh, he used to we used to play Hero Quest, and we play 40K, and then we yes. play um. Uh, talisman and we played and once we started running out of games he started making his own and one of the ones that always stuck with me he made this wrestling game and it was like it was all weirdo so it was kind of like we had like he just drew it out he drew it out and we all had our own little characters and stuff and we had power bars basically and you could get a steel chair and it did X amount of damage depending on, and you could go in and out of the ring but if you went out of the ring you could get counted out and things and it just yes. sort of reminds me sort of like you know, having this sort of kind of like wrestling game that he created himself and it always stuck with me.
1: Yeah, that's also. I mean, there was there's a few more now, but there was there was when we started doing this, there were no like great wrestling card games. So that was where it came from. Was I wanted to play one. Um, yeah. and most of them were there was stuff from the eighties that was kind of like uh would get advertised in the back of ma- wrestling magazines, but they were more like in depth and more like wrestling management type oh, things. the,
3: sm- the small ads in the back of the yeah, 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 yeah. Weird
1: like mailing games. And then there was uh, stuff like um stuff, yeah. Uh the WWE and WCW had their own games but they were either like collectible card games or they were like they were too much like party games and they yeah. weren't like legit a wrestling experience, you know? Um and since we've Obviously, as probably happens anytime anyone does anything, uh, by the time the game's actually out, there are like a couple of other wrestling games that you, you know, which is great because um, it needs to be done. You you want to,
3: it's, a, it's, a, it's a full of flattery. <laughs> well, I don't think they knew about
1: us to imitate us, <laughs> but, um, maybe, yeah, but um, yeah, so it's great that you can actually. There's, and, and obviously, everyone's experience of wrestling and like the way they interpret it is different. So it's great that there's actually like a way to play these now. I bet your friend's game was awesome. Like, yeah, I imagine you know what? Like thinking about they never... Yeah,
0: thinking about it. He used to make loads of games. And I just remember like really vividly. I even remember like the, the, the he'd draw the, he drawn the ring out and he'd sort of kind of yeah, given us little character sheets and stuff to sort of, and we'd roll dice depending on what would happen and what we would sort of kind of do in the ring and things. Okay. Like and we were very, young when we did it so this was easily <laughs> easily it, f- sort of 35 35 years ago or something like that but like you know i just remember it sort of like you know because we were all in the wrestling at the time wwf and sort of like so he made this wrestling game and i just remember sort of like you know using a steel chair to hit somebody with it and like sort of knocking their power down and things and
1: yeah it's but, timeless yeah you know i um i fell out of wrestling like i said when i was a teenager. And I, I never, I always kept playing the games. But then I got back into it. Um, well, I was talking early on about making this film with my friend, Johan Morris, the writer. Um, he got me back into wrestling when I started making these comics. So the, the comics were born from my love of wrestling games, really. That's why there's more, it's more backstage stuff than wrestling is it's the aesthetic and the vibe. But I got back into it. I never looked back. Yeah. there was a game. A beautiful film. <laughs> yeah. there was a game. <laughs> you all need to get involved. <laughs> There's a game uh, that was
0: out, like I, I'm assuming it was on the Amiga and stuff as well. It's like an old school game. It was called, it was called Rockstar ate my hamster, and it was basically yes. uh, a game where you had to manage a rocks a rock band, and it wasn't yes, about fine. the sort of the music and stuff like that. You had to manage this rock band and like you know yeah, get them and famous and things awesome. like that. And it was sort of like it sort it's of so reminds me of that fun because, fun because fun. it was all the backstage type stuff. It wasn't yeah, the sort. A
1: dream, man. I'd love, would love to make like um a life simulator, like PC game. Of yeah. That same, where you just let them get these wrestlers to the top. But what was cool about the card game was like, cause I never draw any real. There's a bit of wrestling in the book, but hardly any.
3: I
0: she- was
1: thinking about oh go on sorry
0: you could do because they did uh they did a blood bowl uh team manager game and stuff which was card based you could do that with the wrestling thing
1: technically couldn't you could do an add-on yeah yeah yeah. yeah, like yeah yeah, there's there's a game called bucket which is about um is a card game about booking like a wrestling promotion that sounds quite good i've got that on, on tts um TTS no, is exists. awesome. TTS
0: is a really, really good, like uh, it's such a yeah. good idea. Like we play a lot of games on it now when we can't, cause we've well, we we got a,
1: or, this on it for, yeah. for a month before we printed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's
0: really good for like creating games and stuff. Like we, uh, we do our blood bowl. We've got a blood bowl league and if people can't make the actual physical games because of hashtag life, we just play it over a tabletop simulator and it's an awesome, really yeah, good. idea. Perfect. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, uh, we have we gone on for a fair bit, and um, I don't want it to sort of kind of drag on too much longer. So, and I don't want to have to do shed loads of editing afterwards and stuff. So, just <laughs> in the off chance my the, my internet goes down, so we're going to finish off with um, the um, the our, our completely unique uh, pop quiz type uh, sort of section that we did not uh, we did not steal from anybody. Uh, but yeah, the guys from uh the guys from the Street Shoot on Wrestling podcast and their TikTok. Uh they've got a similar one for wrestling. Our one is for geek culture stuff. So the way the game is played is um we're each going to think of a character within a uh geeky franchise. It could be Star Wars, it could be June, it could be Star Trek, could be you know, it could be wrestling if we want it to be wrestling. Uh so you pick a franchise, you think of a character, and then that that we have to guess that character within 60 seconds by asking you questions
1: oh, so, so tw- it's 20 questions
0: well yeah. kind of without yeah. it being 20 questions it's like you've got okay. 60 seconds to sort of find out who that person is basically and stuff so uh who would like to start
3: franchise
0: which franchise are you going to go for anybody can can go for it otherwise i'll think of one Quickly, what sort of what sort of things are you into before? Because obviously, we, we, it has to be something you you know.
1: Well, are you all playing, or is it just me? Yeah,
0: everybody, everybody. So we'll oh, we'll, right. all, okay. we'll we'll, we'll yeah, all yeah, think of one. So we're all okay. going to think of one. Like we've had a lot of uh, we've I've had got a got lot of mine. star we've had a lot of Star Wars. We've had a lot of um, Star Trek. We've had a lot of. I can do
1: Star Wars, Star Trek. I yeah. can probably do. I can do the teenage mutant. I've got, I've got, got one already Ooh, I to go. turtles! I don't, don't we the turtle. will be fine. Okay.
0: Right. Okay. We've uh, nice. we had a soundbite from um, oh he fuck I can't remember his name now. Created the turtles, drew the turtles. Um, Eastman
1: old Yes,
0: Eastman. Eastman. Yeah, Kevin Eastman. We uh, oh, we met nice. we met him and uh, he did a sort of a geek pride intro for us. Kevin oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Kevin Eastman. Anyway, okay, we'll start with you then, sir. Josh, what what franchise are you hitting us with? Oh
1: right. Okay. So it's going to be easy now. not it's Star Trek.
0: So, Star Trek. Okay. So, you've got a character in your mind, yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Before we start, we have had uh, Lieutenant Barkley twice, so it can't be Lieutenant Barkley. Okay. (laughs) Just so we've had him twice. Okay, so... We've
1: uh, got sixty seconds to get in. We've get got six, that, get then.
0: We've we've got to guess who the character is by asking you questions. In sixty seconds. Okay, in sixty seconds. Please don't okay. be too obscure. Okay, so all right. All right, okay, so Star Trek, sixty seconds. Go. Okay. Uh original series? No. Uh generation? No. Um no. Deep, Space, Deep Space Nine. Yes. Deep
2: Space Nine? Okay. Okay. Uh, are, are the parts of the Federation. No.
3: Are they oh, no.
1: no, no,
0: they're
2: Ooh, not. Okay. Um, are are they
1: Liaison no. with this line? No. Uh,
3: so no to Federation, no to Cardassian, or just no to Federation?
1: No to Federation and no to Cardassian, and no to Liaison as well. Ooh.
3: Oh, okay,
2: God, I'm... are they on board these line? Yes. Is it Garak? Oh, no! Are they, oh, is that the Ferengi? No
3: quark. Are gar- they Ferengi? Is it is it quark? Is it yes. quark? Is he it, no? Is, it, quark,
1: is he a, it is a Fer- is it a Ferengi? Wrong. Wrong. No. Is it wrong? Yes, it's wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd like so to say that character. was a team
2: effort
0: there. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was a team effort. I love it. Uh, cool. I right. Nice one. Okay. Um. Right. Pete. Mark. Yeah.
2: Hello. Yes, I've got
0: one. Okay. What is it? Sandman. Oh, interesting. So I just watched
2: it and I absolutely loved it. Oh, it. so good,
0: so good. Okay, so
3: I have actually watched Sandman, so I'm going to have to opt out.
0: Watch it go. now. Go yeah, away. I've only it now. seen
1: it. I've never read the the comics. Yeah, I yeah. just
0: watched it. I haven't read the comics. I've no, I've dib- I've dabbled in the comics, but I've watched it. It's really good. Okay, I
3: will recuse
0: myself. You're out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm recused. Um. So, Sandman, sixty seconds. No. Oh, okay. Um, are they one of the entities, sort of like like Sandman? Endless. E- S- Endless. No. Um, are they? Sorry. No. Are they? Are they? Uh, are they a sort of a, a supernatural par? Like like um, like? Um, no. No. Ooh, okay.
1: Are they um, alive in the the present day in Sandman? Yes. Right, okay. Okay, so it's not it's not Are a they game. a human? Yes.
2: So it's so it's Are not Are
1: they oh, uh, female?
2: Yes. Are they the, the
0: Vortex?
1: No. Are they Joanna Constantine?
2: Yes. Ah,
1: we could go. Very good.
2: I very so could good. be
1: her or could be a great great grandmother. Okay.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah, very good.
3: Okay, Mark, what's yours? I'm going to go with an easy one. I'm going to go with Star Trek.
0: Okay, Star Trek, another Star Trek one. Okay.
3: Wrong.
0: Okay, so Star Trek. Uh, Sixty seconds. Go.
2: Is it Leukem Barkley?
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, original series. No. Um, Voyager. Thank you.
2: Yes.
1: Voyager. Oh, I've never seen Voyager. Um, Federation. Okay.
3: Sorry, but... the federation.
2: Yes. <clears throat> and, um... Are there a recent acquisition in the uh, qu- um, quadrant? Yes. Okay. Is it, um... it seven and nine?
1: No. I was going to say okay. seven. And nine. God, my the Voyager cook. knowledge is. Yeah, I've got a bit of Voyager trivia for you after this. plays into wrestling. Is it the cook? It.
3: Sorry? A cook. No, it's not Neelix. Is, is he a
0: hologram? Is it a, holo- is it a hologram? Oh. No, Not the Doctor then. Uh, uh, okay, that's 60 seconds. Were you
2: part of the Requis? No. Oh.
0: I don't even have a question because my Voyager knowledge is shit. Um... Is it the
1: Rock? Uh, is it the character played by the Dwayne Johnson in one episode? No, it was not the rest
3: of no, it wasn't really <laughs> um, no, it was actually Ichab. Who's oh, sorry? Ichab. Who's said so Ichab was sorry. one of the Borgs, Was a, was one of the Borg children that they adopted who became.
0: Ah, like, uh, uh, right.
3: And I was really I hoping one card. of you was going to ask if he was in Picard as well, because obviously uh, he was in the first episode. He was in the first episode and got killed.
0: Oh, oh, he oh, was yeah. also in Picard. Um, what's his name? There, he was.
3: He was in. He was in, the, he was in the early part of Picard series one. He yeah, was, he was in. Here. Hugh. Was
0: Hugh, Hugh was in Picard, wasn't he? Hugh. He in was in Picard? Hugh yeah. was also he was featured.
3: Uh, he was. He'd had all his implants removed. Yeah. Um, Ichab was the reason that was one of the reasons that Seven of Nine came into Picard. Ah, uh, right. Got because she'd gone looking for him when he was kidnapped as an officer. Because there was a black market in Borg implants. Borg oh, implants. And they'd extracted his implants while he was still alive, and she didn't manage to save him.
1: Is Voyager worth watching?
0: Yeah, no. You're enough of me. You're muted to Mark. I can't, can't hear you. So, I, I,
3: Mark's just. Talking away. Island and then just. Ah. I was fiddling with the headset and kind of hit the the mute button. (laughs) Um, Yes, 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 Voyager is worth watching, but bear in mind the first season is very uphill. It's one of those ones they found themselves about a third the way into series two.
1: Well, DS9 is great, but you know, it only gets good when he's got that beard.
3: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is like the, so the
0: start like of Deep Space flying, Nine. I yeah. was a bit sort of like eh, I'm not sure about the this. Thing is, Avery
3: Brooks got into the swing of it when they let him have more control over the character because he wanted to come in um, oh, balls up. Yeah, they made like... him. They made him white man it down a bit.
0: <laughs> <sighs> All right. Great, so what am I going to go for? Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Warhammer. Yeah. No, <laughs> Thank right. Me go out then.
1: Warhammer.
0: Oh, yeah, if-, if, if you, if we, it's, I'll I have to do one that everybody can have a go at and stuff, because it's will literally just be Mark getting it and stuff. Okay. Um, I will then go for. Um, where am I going to go for? I will go for what have I been watching recently that I can sort of use?
1: Um. No, because that's going to be way too obvious. Um,
0: Okay, we're going to go for Star Wars, and we're going
1: to go for... Let me just think. Um, We're going to go for... Okay, right, all right. Okay, Star Wars. Okay.
0: Okay, so let me just do my thing. Okay, so... Um. Oh, let me just check here. let I remember this. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Are they? Are they in Rogue One? Okay, we have breath in one minute. Uh, so Star Wars. Uh, sixty seconds. Yep. Go. Are
3: they in Rogue One? Oh shit!
2: Are they in
0: Rogue One? Um. N- n- I'm gonna say no for now, and I'm just gonna quickly check <laughs> just to make sure. Are they in the films? They are in the films. Yes.
2: Are they in Empire Strikes Back?
0: They are in Empire Strikes Back. Are they
2: they only in Empire Strikes Back?
0: No.
3: Are they in the sequel
2: trilogy?
0: They are not in the sequel trilogy.
2: Are they in the prequel trilogy?
0: Um, No, they're not in the prequel trilogy.
2: Do they also appear in Return of the Jedi? Yes. Do they appear in uh, New Hope as well?
0: Uh, They're not in New Hope. Is it Yoda? No. They're not in Rogue uh, One. They're not in Rogue One. Right. Okay. Are,
2: are they? In the, are they one of the mercenaries? They're not one of the mercenaries. Are they uh, Empire?
0: They are not Empire. Do
2: They work for Jabba.
0: No, they're, they're rebels.
2: Okay, the rebels. Is, okay. It Admiral,
1: is it Admiral Ackbar?
2: It is Admiral Ackbar. Uh,
1: it's a trap. There. Oh no! It's it's his, is it Dad or something? Is in New Hope? Who's in New Hope.
3: His he's son, not. It, no, son, he's in New Hope. His son's in Isn't the pre- is New Hope? There's, no, I don't think he's, it's not him. It's not a, It's another one, Calamari. Yeah. He's in it, Empire and Return. Yeah, in Return, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's why I was like, is he in Rogue One? Because I'm not sure, because it's a different squad. <laughs> surely, yeah, surely. yeah. Yeah, yeah it it's not in Rogue One apparently, so it's just, uh, so, yeah. So I, I, I was just, that's like, shit, because it's been so long since I've seen it. I'm just like, and it's my favorite Star Wars film. It's like, I should know this, but no. Oh no, it's not. Uh, cool, awesome. There we go. Um that's the pop quiz done. Brilliant. Um so uh Josh have you got anything uh, you sort of obviously do not tell us about the kickstarter one last time uh where people can see it um yes. what are going to get websites things like that that you sort going of kind of to want
1: pinpoint. Okay. The so the glorious wrestling alliance ultra brawl is the card game on Kickstarter up until the 27th of September. You can find it by searching for Glorious Wrestling Alliance Ultra Bowl on Kickstarter. Or you can go to um, find me on Twitter, AJoshHicks, or Instagram. You can find all sorts of links there. Or go to cpebooks.co.uk and you can find any, any book or card game that I've made is up on there. One card game, like three bucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Um, please do let us. You know when it's uh, when it's finished and stuff. By all means, come back yeah. on when you've got oh, an. Thanks you know, for having me. Yeah, um, you're more than welcome. To just come back on for a chat and stuff. I'm always looking for a
1: wrestling centric one. Maybe we'll do a a signed wrestling ship
0: or something i'll send you some matches you have to all watch and then we can talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll see if i can get so, uh something
1: on there the sci-fi the most sci-fi wrestling matches yeah. ever give uh yeah.
0: give give straight shoot a go uh even if you just check out their yeah, tic- they be, check be, out yeah. check out their tiktok and stuff because their 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 tiktok videos are really Moorish. it's just literally just uh them doing the same thing as we've just done but with wrestlers and stuff which is uh it's really good. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks very much, everybody. Apologies again for the technical difficulties, um, but I will get this all edited um, and hopefully online within in the next couple of days. Uh, but for tonight, I've been Matt Geary. With me has been Peter Ray Ellison. Good night, everyone. Mark Canty.
1: Yeah.
0: And Josh Hicks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.